We're uh, continuing on our series, Alive in the Holy Spirit, and today we're going to be talking about the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, specifically from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And um, why don't you just stand with me, and we're going to read this passage together. It'll be up on the screen. All right, so let's try to do this as a community. Here we go. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Thanks. You guys can have a seat. So as we sang that song, Everywhere I Go, um, as, as Jesus was alive and risen, he sent the apostles throughout the Greco-Roman world, and they told people about him. And uh, Paul goes to this wonderful uh, city of Corinth, this metropolitan area that was filled with businessmen and fishermen and lawyers and scholars. And he established a church there, and he writes to them uh, this, this letter. And we're just going to look at a few verses today about how does it pertain to the wisdom of the Spirit? What can we learn from it? And how do we apply uh, the wisdom of the Spirit to our own life? Uh, there's a movie in two th in, that it was in 2010, uh, Night and Day. Who, have, who here have seen that movie? Okay, so it's about uh, the story about this rogue spy, Roy Miller, and June Havens. And uh, they're on a journey to basically save uh, this power source. And so they come across a lot of people who want that power source. And so uh, their, their life is uh, in, continually in danger. And at one point in the movie, uh, Roy goes to June. He says, June Havens, uh, your life expectancy is like down here. With me, it's here. Without me, here. With me, here. Without me, with me. So I'd like you to just turn to your neighbor and say, with me, without me. With me, without me. Okay, you got it? You're going to be doing this all day long probably now. But uh, this is really what uh, Paul was writing to the Corinthians about. With, with the Spirit and without the Spirit. With me, without. In community, with me, without me. And uh, for the Corinthians, they started off on a really great track. But somewhere along the road... Uh, their own selfish desires got in the way, and they began to spiritually erode their community together. And uh, we know as you read through 1 Corinthians, you'll know that Paul writes to them about divisions and factions and sexual immorality and going their own way and kind of doing their own thing. He writes a little bit later on, it's been reported to me by Chloe's people, there's quarreling among you, my brothers. And again, for while there's jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? So the Corinthians had everything they need to start on this wonderful Christian life together. 
But instead of relying on the Spirit's wisdom, they actually let their own wisdom uh, occupy their own lives. Now, I know there's been a lot of talk around here about PhDs. You know, Bill just got his, and Justin got his, and uh, there's tons of work in that. Um, but I don't know if you know that I got my PSD. My, my mama actually sent it to me uh, in the mail, and uh, I treasure it quite, quite a lot. So a, that's a picture of my mom up there. She's 83 years old. And I said, Mom, why did you send me my PSD? And she said, well, this is to inspire you to keep learning so you grow wise. So you probably want to know what a PSD is. It is my play school diploma. It's true. So I'll just read it to you. It says, this is to certify that Kelly Steffen has complied with all the necessary requirements of the Londonderry Kilkenny Play School in respect to special play and cooperation that has awarded this play school diploma. Now, this is an ancient document. This was signed by Mrs. Kozak in 1973. Some of you were not even born yet. But I'm going to put this in my office so that you know I passed play school. <laughs> I'm very honored to have my play school diploma. Now, what if we compared my PSD to Justin's PhD? Right? You go, that's absurd. That's absolutely ridiculous. In no way does the PSD compare to the PhD. But that's exactly what the Corinthians were doing. They were saying, our wisdom is so valuable to us. It's like a PhD. And Paul was reminding them, your, your wisdom is like a PSD. We need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, which, by the way, is greater than a PhD, to show us how to love each other. Proverbs 9.10 tells us actually the foundation of wisdom. You know this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. One of the ways, according to Paul, that the Spirit imparts wisdom is the Spirit reveals and searches everything. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Paul quotes from Isaiah, and uh, Isaiah 64, 1-4 reads, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, and that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear, no eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. Paul approaches this message to Christ. The amazing wonder of the gospel is that God came down in the person of Jesus Christ and lived among us and showed us how to live in community. Loving God and loving each other and was nailed to the cross and died in your place and my place so that we can have forgiveness of sin. And not only that, so it, the cross teaches us how to live in community with one another. This is what the Holy Spirit reveals. And I grew up in a Christian home with two great parents who loved Jesus. And uh, I learned about Jesus from my aunt, who was an SIM missionary in Nigeria for 30 years. When she retired, she came over to our place 
and would have these little Bible study books, and she would basically do one-on-one discipleship with us. It was awesome. And I learned about Jesus from an early age. But it wasn't until I heard the um, now-deceased Billy Graham on TV as he preached the gospel that the Holy Spirit illuminated my heart and I realized my great need for Jesus. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He gives us wisdom. You cannot know the power of the gospel without the Holy Spirit. J.I. Packer in his book, Keep in Step with the Spirit, says the essence of the Holy Spirit's ministry is at this or any time in the Christian era to mediate the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that? One of the Spirit's goals is to mediate the presence of Jesus in your life right now. The Spirit's wisdom always reveals the cross. The Spirit's like, hey, look at Jesus. When you're walking through life and your life is tough, hey, look to Jesus. When you're having trouble doing your paper uh, for Dr. N's, hey, look to Jesus. (laughs) Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding, but in all your ways, what? Acknowledge Him. Acknowledge the Spirit. The Spirit's wisdom not only reveals the cross, but also reveals the cross in our relationships, like it did for the Corinthians. Now, you never, ever, ever leave the message of the cross. You just go deeper in it. And that's what the Holy Spirit does to illuminate truth in our relationships. The cross explains the deep love of God that we can't understand, the riches of God's grace, and how we're called to supernaturally love one another. And the resurrection gives the power of Christ and the newness of the Spirit's work in our lives so that we can love one another in community. The Spirit points to the cross, reveals the cross in our relationship, and reveals the cross to help us point others to Jesus. Here's a question for you. If you ever wonder, am I filled with the Holy Spirit? You just need to ask yourself, am I passionate about telling people about Jesus? Because when you read through the New Testament, everyone who was filled with the Holy Spirit just overflowed with the message of Jesus. That's what was so exciting last week when the five ladies got baptized. Are you guys here this morning? Just put your hand up if you're here. When you, when you shared your testimonies with us, right, you just overflowed the love of God to us. That's when you know you're filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's wisdom always points us to Christ, to know him, to love him. In fact, the Holy Spirit's motto could be to make Christ known. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? So uh, this morning, how are you going to respond to the Holy Spirit's wisdom? If you're a Christ follower today, I think one of the things you can do is just be filled with gratitude that the Holy Spirit revealed Christ to you. So uh, just take a minute and just say thank you. Just privately, uh, just say thank you to the Holy Spirit for revealing Jesus to you this morning. The Holy Spirit is calling with me, without me, with me, without me. The Spirit reveals and searches everything, and the Spirit gives freely. Now we receive not the the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. Last year, um, GCC, it was in about March, about the same time, and uh, the last session of GCC, I went home and I was kind of feeling kind of fluish, you know, when you're kind of out of energy and stuff. And so I went home and I had this kind of onset of stomach cramps. 
And I thought, man, maybe it was something I ate that day, like I had food poisoning or whatever. And then later that night, I had increasing stomach pain, so much so that it was like I couldn't sleep. I got up from my bed, and I was leaning against the wall and laying on the floor. And by about 7 in the morning, I was basically like doubled over in pain. I could barely walk. And I said to my wife, you better take me to Emerge. So she took me in to Emerge. And I love, how many healthcare providers do we have here in this room? Okay, just one. Anyone in nursing here today? Just put up your hand. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I figured there was more than one. Um, so I get to ER, and I'm basically walking in like this. And at one point, I'm on the floor on my knees because I couldn't sit. It was so painful. And I mean, I love, I love nurses. But, you know, this person came up to me, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm just sitting on my knees on the floor. Anyway, I go in and get my blood pressure taken, and they, they hook the blood pressure cup up. And uh, she says, oh, I need to do this again. I think my machine's not working. And she puts it on. She goes, oh, your blood pressure is like 60 over 30. So if you're a nurse, you know that's pretty bad. So they threw me on an ambulance, and they took me to Red Deer. And I got to uh, Red Deer ER. And there's a couple of doctor teams there ready for me because I was really doing bad, like I was crashing. And um, so one arm, they put uh, three different kinds of antibiotic in my arm because I had a lower abdominal sepsis. That's what they called it. And on the other arm, they, they pumped me full of like drugs and water and whatever else, saline, I guess. And uh, anyway, as I was laying there and they're working on me, I could hear this doctor say, I don't think this guy's going to make it. <laughs> Comforting words from a doctor. And uh, so I immediately had the sense of fear, right? When the doctor says it, you're not going to make it? Like, whoa, okay. So I prayed, you know, Lord, will this sickness end in death? And I felt the Spirit clearly say to me, no, your sickness will not end in death. Now, I guess if that wasn't true, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now, and you wouldn't know. <laughs> but in, in any case, I'm here. And the Spirit gives freely, right? The Spirit gives freely. The Spirit gives us of himself. The fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5 talks about, when you walk with the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentle self-control. When you walk with the Spirit, when you're relying on the wisdom of the Spirit, the Spirit fills you with the fruit. Now, what's at the source? If you think that's just the fruit, what is the Holy Spirit like? You ever thought about that? It's amazing. God of love and joy and peace and patience and goodness. The Spirit gives freely to us. Now, fruit of the Spirit isn't for our own consumption. It's to give away to others. Just like the gifts of the Spirit aren't for us to enjoy. Can you imagine? It'd be like sitting around at Christmas and be like, hey guys, we're going to open gifts. Well, thanks. These are all for me. You get none. No, the gifts are to give to other people so that they can mature and grow all in a spirit of love. The Spirit goes freely. John Piper says, The Holy Spirit is free to come and go whenever and however he pleases. He is free to give gifts and withhold gifts, to regenerate and convict and baptize and seal and fill and comfort and counsel whenever he wills according to his own infinite wisdom. The Spirit gives freely. The Spirit comes and goes as the Spirit desires. Now, the Spirit's manifested in the Word of God, in the church, through our giftings and circumstances, in our own lives, in the Spirit. But here's the beautiful thing. The wisdom of the Spirit is free to all who call upon Him. Just for the asking. The Spirit is calling with me, without me. With me, without me. 
The Spirit reveals and searches everything. The Spirit gives freely. And the Spirit appropriates truth for life situations. What's your life situation like right now? The Spirit is willing to impart truth to you as you need. Craig Bloomberg in his commentary on 1 Corinthians says, there is a wisdom that all Christians have because they have the Spirit living in them. But it is appropriated only when they yield themselves to the Spirit rather than act in accordance to the flesh within them. The person with the Holy Spirit has the ability to bring about God's perspective to bear on every aspect of life. The Spirit's wisdom is available to you when you yield yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Have you ever been reading a passage, and maybe you're in an impact group, and you've been reading a passage together or in Explore, and uh, all of a sudden, the light just comes on, and you go, oh, I've never seen that before in Scripture. That's the Holy Spirit illuminating truth in your life for a particular circumstance or situation. It's so exciting. So I want to encourage you, read the Word, and just see all the wonderful things that the Spirit has in store for you. So the Corinthians were missing out on God's wisdom by their defensiveness and competition and looking to their own wisdom to solve their problems in community. This is how they were parading their PSD around as though it gave them some sense of God's wisdom. But they failed to surrender, to yield to the Spirit's wisdom. Now, remember what you said to each other earlier? With me, without me. With me, without me. Think of the people sitting next to you this morning. Think of the people you reminded of this truth because it's not an accident that you're here this morning. Because all the riches that God wants to teach about himself, they are discovered as we seek God together in community. As we learn to love one another and learn to receive from one another. As we listen to one another. As we serve one another as we hold up others' interests greater than our own. The wisdom of the Spirit reveals and searches everything. The Spirit gives freely and appropriates truth for life situations. About four and a half years ago, my wife and I went to Dominican Republic um, for uh, just a holiday. We were right by the ocean. We thought, hey, we should take up scuba diving. So we went to the scuba diving instructor, and he gave us all the gear. And How many people have gone scuba diving before? Okay, there's quite a number of you. I'd never gone before, so... I had no idea what was going on. And um, so he gave us all the gear, and he said, you know, the one thing to remember is, um, which you don't think about until you're actually submerged in the water with all this gear on, is that your, your body just naturally wants to breathe through your nose, right? But in scuba, if you breathe through your nose, you're going to suffocate because your air, this is what gives you life, is uh, the oxygen. So uh, I got my gear on, I went under the water, and yeah, for the first few seconds, I just kind of panicked because I was like, <gasps> and then I realized, oh, I have to breathe through my mouth. I have to breathe uh, in new ways. And um, so there's a picture of me scuba diving. It's great. I was having fun. But here, here's the kicker. I was right beside the ocean, but I did my scuba diving in the kiddie pool. It's amazing, right? You never, it doesn't look like it, but that's like, like this much water. I was like, <laughs> And a lot of us do life with the spirit in the kiddie pool. And the, the ocean is waiting, right? The ocean's waiting. And I know some of you are here just for uh, this year. Some of you are not coming back. Some of you are 
Uh, in the midst of busyness in your schedule, you have so many papers to write, so many assignments to do, it's like you're, you're feeling like you're up here. And you're wondering what to do. Can I encourage you today to ask for wisdom from the Holy Spirit? Because the Spirit is alive and well and wants to give you wisdom. The Holy Spirit's calling with me, without me. With me, without me. So uh, we want to give you an opportunity for prayer this morning. And uh, maybe some of you have realized that you're living life like the Corinthians, just kind of going your own way, doing your own thing, just depending on your own knowledge and self-wisdom to get along. And you really haven't been tapping into the ocean that awaits you out there. And so uh, the, the rest of the chapel, we're just going to spend time listening, praying, worshiping. So we're going to invite the worship team to come. And uh, there's some people that are going to be uh, in the aisles and up front here. And we just want to give you an opportunity to take 20 seconds of courage, get up from your seat, go and ask for someone to pray for you for wisdom for whatever life situation you're facing right now. Relationships, school, future job, summer job, um, wisdom for next steps. With me, without me. With me, without me.